Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, June 10th. I'm Sarah Reich. As the Board of Supervisors prepares to adopt an unpopular cannabis cultivation ordinance, two separate groups are planning referenda to repeal or amend the final product. One group is gathering signatures to repeal the whole thing. Another group wants to strike the 10% provision and follow up with negotiations for further amendments, or failing that, a citizen's initiative. The current version of the ordinance that will come back before the board by the end of the month would allow cultivation on 10% of ag and rangeland parcels over 10 acres. Initially, Charles Sargenti of Covilo was planning to stay out of it. But then he said it was causing distress at a meeting of the Round Valley Municipal Advisory Council, where he serves as secretary. He tuned in to a Board of Supervisors meeting where the proposal for the ordinance was starting to take shape. And then I heard, let's cultivate, you know, 10% of the parcel. And, and I thought, oh, no, <laughs> that's that's insane. You know, people were actually weeping about this prospect. You know, I didn't know referendums from initiatives or whatever, but uh, I did educate myself and uh, determined that a referendum was the way to go. The way the the ordinance is written, uh, a referendum was ideal because there's only one, basically one sentence that has to be stricken from the ordinance. So that that made for a very simple process. Sargenti has teamed up with Jim Shields of Laytonville, editor of The Observer and a longtime soups watcher. Do you feel like the rest of the ordinance is acceptable? I think probably, you know, put a percentage on it, probably... 90 some odd percent is, I think it's just fine. There's a, a a few issues that will remain to be addressed. You know, one is the uh, uh, stacking of permits, the whole uh, hoop issue and uh, light depth. I'd like to see probably some more uh, restrictions there. You know, probably all, probably all together, Sarah, I'd say there's maybe five or six um, issues that we, we need to take a serious look at. Our, our plans are, is if this, our effort is successful, uh, what we would do is uh, immediately request a meeting with the uh, Board of Supervisors to see just how amenable they'd be to opening up a, a negotiations process over fixing the, the rest of the ordinance. Uh, if that doesn't occur, then as far as our the plan that we uh, put together, there, there is a phase two or a, or a second step and that would be to address those issues uh, through an initiative. That would be down the road. Our, our first goal and objective is to get the uh, expansion clause repealed. Now, there, there is a, a, one other major issue that isn't in the ordinance, uh, except for a, a one section which says it's exempt, and that's from CEQA. So they are, in fact, by state code regulations, exempt up to July 1st, but nobody cares that they're exempt. Uh, people want that to happen. They, they want to have an environmental impact report. So I would say that's probably on the top of our list for our initiative that we're talking about. They were talking with the organizers of the full referendum effort, and last month Sargenti called into a town hall to say that he was abandoning the partial referendum effort. Then they reconsidered. There's still the question of what happens after the referendum. There is an existing phase three that came out of the uh, phase one um, process. You can argue either side of the legal coin on that one. 
as to whether that one would automatically be effective. Some argue it's in effect right now. Um, others would say it's not, including the county. I think that's their position. I want to go back to what you were talking about suggesting negotiating with the supervisors. And one of the huge criticisms across the board is that the supervisors have been pretty unresponsive. You know, there were four or 500 letters written to them and to the planning commission asking them not to do the 10% expansion. People were not supportive. Like this is not really a popular effort on their part. So do you think that there's good reason to be optimistic about how effective it would be to negotiate with them? Do you, do you think it's a no. responsive body? No, I don't. I, I think that if um, our referendum wins, that they'll reject our proposal um, out of hand. I, I wrote a column, I don't know, a month or so ago that uh, has been quoted by a lot of people, but in it I said that uh, there's a reason why God gave all of us um, two ears, but just, but just one mouth and that the supervisors have not been listening. They, if they were listening to their constituents, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be any referendums right now um, because there wouldn't be any 10% expansion clause, <laughs> but clearly, yeah, they are not, uh, they are not listening to, they're not <laughs> listening to their constituents. But if your referendum passes and then you enter the negotiation phase, do you think that that, that would actually have a good outcome or if it would just be rounds and rounds of, of frustration? Yeah, I mean, you, you'd think they would get the message, but um, unfortunately, the, the history of them getting any kind of messages from their constituents is essentially non-existent. I, w I would like to think that they would be amenable to negotiations, but I, uh, my gut tells me that that's probably not going to happen. And therefore we'd probably have to, um, start the initiative process to, to do the final fi fixes on the, on the ordinance. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.